It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's always fun to speculate who the MVP of A-Day will be. I think it's going to be a running back. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining me as he does every Wednesday for a War Report Wednesday, Mike G of the War Report, and we get football at Jordan Hare Stadium in just a few days, my friend. And it's always fun to guess. All right, who are the breakout stars? going to be we'll talk about the offensive potential offensive guys that could break out defensive guys but we got to start Mike G we've got to start with who could be a day MVP on Saturday we're both gonna guess running backs but they will be different running backs and some people may say Jarquez Hunter and that would totally make sense but we just haven't traditionally seen the starting running back get enough touches to really kind of put the stat line right together. You think it's going to be a new running back. You I do think um, you think it's going to be a guy that they add to the transfer portal. Yeah, I'm going with Batie here. I think he's going to be the offensive MPP of eight. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, uh, Hugh freeze is going to, we know it's going to be some kind of, RPO system that he's putting in. Uh, he expressed this week in the press conference that nothing we see at 8 is going to be real. It's all going to be one big okey-doke for anyone who might be tuning in, trying to get some intel on what Auburn is going to run. Um, so Was that the worst sales pitch for fans to come to 8 ever? <laughs> it was awful. It was terrible. Like, look, I know it's the day before Easter. I know it's Master Saturday. I know it may rain. Um, and also, like, what you see doesn't matter, but you should come. Yeah, all right, all right. I hope, but I hope people will show up. Me too. Uh, it was, it was, it was an odd answer. I thought, um, but uh, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's going to be Bati, man. I've heard a lot of good things about this guy. Um, he's very shifty. Uh, he can make plays in the open field, and I think that they're going to run a lot in this mm-hmm. game. Um, I think they're going to run a lot, so uh, they're going to want to see what they have in the passing game. Certainly, uh, if you watch this show at all, you know. There was a chance that I was going to say somebody like Jay Fair, who, by the way, Zach, got named as the first wide receiver out of Hugh Freeze's mouth, would ask about how the receivers are doing. Um, but I really do believe it's going to be a running back here. Um, I think that uh, we got some indication, too, when Hugh Freeze talked about how the offense dominated the last scrimmage. So they've caught up in some regards. Mm. Uh, the head coach is not feeling uh, left with a good feeling either way when one side dominates the other uh, in any scrimmage. But I'm thinking it's going right. to be with here, man. Uh, he can do a lot of different things. He he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, I think he maybe shows up as the star here. And Auburn has a three-headed monster at running back going into the fall. Yeah, and, and you could argue maybe four with, with Cobb coming in. So mm-hmm. I like bad T here. My, my pushback with him getting A-Day MVP is I think a lot of his value and explosiveness is going to come from special teams. Mm-hmm. And like, that's going to be 
you know, blown dead as soon as there's somebody like within a foot of him. So I, I don't know if he's necessarily going to be able to have all of that pop. But I mean, we've heard, we've heard, you know, players talk about how shifty he is and how hard he is to tackle and elusive that he is. And so, man, if he can prove that, boy, you talk about upside and hype over the summer, he will mm. certainly, certainly have that. I mean, I think back to, you'll probably know what year this was better than me. Like, But when Mario Fannin had a really good A-Day, and everybody's like, oh, man, yeah. he's the future of this offense. And then, yeah. you know, um, he was certainly a part of it, but just couldn't hold on to the football. But, you know, can, can, can Batty have that type of, have that type of performance on Saturday? That'd be a lot, a lot of fun without the special teams dynamic, because you know the special team stuff is coming. We've seen that happen. We've seen him already prove well, that. So well, if he could do it just as far as like from scrimmage, that'd be that'd be great. Well, Hugh Freeze has already come out and said Jarquez Hunter is the best back he's ever coached. If he knows that already, I expect his role to be somewhat limited in this game because they're not going to want to get him hurt. No freak accidents for Jarquez Hunter in this one. There's Evaluate no reason for Jarquez. There's no reason for Camden Brown. I think you make the argument there's a limit. There's a pretty solid reason to not play Rivaldo Fairweather, if I'm being honest with you, just oh. because those guys all seem to be like to kind of check the boxes, let them do one or two series and like that be it. There's just no reason for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably could put a couple of offensive linemen there as well. Like, do, do you need Gunnar Britton and Dylan Wade? Like, you know, they're the starting tackles, right? Right. But right. Uh, you also need them, though, to run an offense. So that, that's a weird balance there. But, but I'm with you. Yeah, there's no reason for Jark West Hunter to get hit any more than he needs to. No, keep him healthy. I mean, that's, this will be the most unpopular thing of 8A, right, is if he plays and gets hurt somehow, and then we're hearing about him nursing an injury all summer. Be terrible. Be awful. Be awful. I think it's going to be Damari Austin mm. for, for a similar reason that you said. You know, I don't think we're going to see Jarquez Hunter a ton, and I don't, I don't think we should. I can't stress that enough. But it just seems like it's usually the second or third running back that breaks one, that you know he may get touches – behind the starting offensive line, which I think could help. Um, you also can make the argument that he could get touches against the the backup defense, which I think will also help you. And so in regard to just opportunity and the chance for explosive plays, I think Demario Austin's going to have a chance. Mm. I like it. I like Demario as well, too. Um, like one of those guys is going to have a big day. One of those guys is going to have a big day. Uh, and-, and, and if neither of them do, I think that creates a different storyline coming out of A-Day, you know? Mm. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, if it's not one of them, uh, it's because, you know, Sean Jackson got a bunch of carries and, you know, whatever. That's right? not a bad, that was not a bad answer to this question, by the way. If you told mm-hmm. me Sean Jackson got three touchdowns on Saturday, I'd buy it. Yeah, right. right okay. yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because we, we I mean, because whatever happens Saturday isn't going to matter. <laughs> and, the, you know, the coaches, it, this counts in terms of the 15 practices that they get every spring. Right. So, you know, they, they have talked about just how do you make this matter in terms of, what you need to accomplish and, and, and not putting on, uh, you know, a, a, a pointless show for fans. That's kind of what Hugh Freeze said. Yeah. Yeah. But also like you need buy-in from the fan base. Maybe you don't do. charge $10. Like that's ridiculous. It's actual, <laughs> actually robbery. Um, but he kind of hinted that things may be changing in that front, which that right. should have happened years ago, but it is what it is. It mm. is what it is. Yeah. All right. So we're both in the running back camp. Who do you think will win MVP on Saturday. Let us know in the comments below on socials or in the Locked On Auburn Discord. Would love to hear your thoughts on that. Mike G, let's discuss some offensive guys outside Mm. of running back and defensive guys that could break out and steal the show on Saturday for a day. But first things first, today's show brought to you by FanDuel. 
Mike G uses FanDuel. I use FanDuel. And now that the tournament's over, uh, I'm kind of looking at MLB action, which probably isn't the smartest thing in the world, but it's still very fun <laughs> through FanDuel. Head over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. They've got a no-sweat first bet going on right now, up to $1,000. It's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So check that out. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, Mike G, let's stay on the offensive side of the ball for a second. Let's take running backs out of this conversation because we already touched on that. If an offensive player steals the show on Saturday, that's not Damari Austin, that's not Brian Batty, is it a quarterback? No. Dramatic pause. Okay. No, no, no. I, I don't think I don't think we're going to be talking about quarterbacks much after eight a. Honestly, um, why is that? Uh, you think it's going to be bad? Uh, no, I think it's going to be limited. I think it's going to be limited. Um, so I mean, we'll see. Okay, so this is I'm making kind of a contradictory statement here because you know we're talking about offensive people breaking out, right? Like, yeah. And I think um, this is going to shock a lot of people. <laughs> Jay Fair. <laughs> yes. Yes. Come on, Zach. It's going to be Jay. Jay is going to have his coming out party on Saturday. It's going to be amazing. Dump offs to Jay. Uh, you know, listen, uh, the things that I've heard about him in camp about consistency, you know, it seems like he's a guy that the quarterbacks rely on, have relied on throughout the spring to consistently go out and make plays and make catches for them. Um, and they are talking about Javaris and Jay as guys who can stretch the field vertically, right? Um, they've got the speed uh, to get behind the defense. We already know Javaris Johnson can do it. Sure. Um, but, you know, Jay Fair has made moves this spring, man. And again, I just don't think you need to learn anything about Javaris Johnson in this game, in this 8A game. Where do you think Jay Fair is realistically in the depth chart right now? I think um, he is a two. At his position, I think he is second on the depth chart. And, Out of the slot, mm -hmm, I think he's second on the depth chart. Um, we're going to see some transfers at that position after the spring. Uh, so I think. Do you, do you think he's the third slot? Then are you counting Coy Moore ahead of him? Um, yeah, I don't know how to say this without saying something I'm not supposed to say. Like <laughs> this. Yeah, so some of the positions may not be what we think they are, is, is all I'm going to say, right? Mm -hmm. And so based on what I know about where guys are playing and who they're behind, you know, Jay is, you know, second at one of the slots. And uh, I'm just going to leave it right there. This is he's, – he's, he's done some really good work this spring. And, you know, this is the second straight coaching staff he's come in and immediately impressed with his work ethic, with his, you know, knowledge uh, of, of, this, of, of being able to absorb the system. Um, and get things right, man, and be and just be reliable and consistent. And I think that's a that is a has been a consistent theme for Hugh Freeze. He's sure. looking for reliable, 
consistent guys at every position. Jay Fair fits that mold. I think, man, slot him in, dude. He's gonna he's going to get a chance early in the season to show what he can do. And if he takes advantage of those limited opportunities in the beginning, we'll see more of them down the road. Yeah, and and he kind of falls into that territory of like just outside the starting rotation, but mm-hmm. solid backup. Those are usually the guys that play a little bit more. You get a chance right. with some of the ones, and then you play a lot with the twos as well. Exactly. Um, and so like he's got a chance to 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 catch some eyeballs. So I absolutely absolutely love that. I'm gonna predict a um, I'm gonna predict a big game from tight ends, not Rivaldo Fairweather. Okay. All right. All right. I, I like think him. we may see Fromm or Deal get a few more catches. Maybe Brandon Frazier, maybe Mike O'Reilly Ducker. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to see involvement in the passing game with the tight ends. And ironically, it may not be a lot of Revolta Fairweather. That's just kind of my hunch going into it. Yeah. Listen, Hugh Freeze loves this room, Zach. He loves it. He does. Uh, Fairweather was a, was a dude from the minute he stepped on campus, just so that we're clear. He's going to play, he's tight in one. Right. Uh, deal has made a big deal of himself. This hey. hey, so uh, Luke deal has um, emerged as a leader in the tight end room in the absence of John Samuel Schenker. Um, he is a, another dependable guy that mm-hmm. uh, is out there just consistently doing things great at practice. Um, and so I like Luke deal. Uh, you know, they like, from and Riley Ducker and Frazier as well, too. You know, when you see that those guys out there, they all look impressive making catches and doing what they need to do. So, like, um, I like the I like Luke Deal. I think that he is um, a mature guy um, who is also a leader and can do make enough plays for you. So, you know, there were times last year, to be clear, that Deal got some opportunities and he came up short. He dropped some balls. Um, you know, he whipped on some blocks. Uh, hmm. He has he has matured in all those areas. I hope so. I certainly hope so. I mean, I, I like his ability as a blocker. Can he take that next step? And it seems like uh, he may get the opportunity to, and we'll see what that looks like on on uh, on Saturday. And, and once again, like you know, how comfortable are TJ and Robbie and Holden as far as like stretching the field? You may not see a whole lot of that. You may see a lot of check down, safer throws to kind of keep the offense on the field. So we'll see exactly exactly what that looks like as far as defensive breakout players. I think you're going to see members of the defensive front really, uh, really kind of make a little, uh, make a little money on Saturday. I think whether it's Marcus Harris, I think whether it's Jason Jones, I think whether it's Keldrick Falk, I think you're going to see some guys that are going to give this impressive revamped offensive line, some trouble over the course of the scrimmage. Yeah. Um, Defensively, I think that it's going to be a linebacker that stands out. I think that's. I think you can make the argument that that's the best case scenario for Auburn. Mm-hmm. Is if a and it doesn't matter who, doesn't matter who it is, but if a linebacker steals the show defensively, I think that's the best case scenario for the Auburn Tigers. Yeah, um, I'm looking at Tolan. I'm looking at Tolan uh, to put on a show on Saturday. Um, my so. biggest thing is like, what is Tolan's role? I mean, with scrimmages so far, he seems to be kind of more of a situational guy, a mm-hmm. situational piece, a game plan piece, which I think you can have value with. And I think you can have a very, very successful season in 23. If you do that, I don't know what that looks like on a day. Right. Um, I don't think anybody knows what 
payday is going to look like after this last press conference we had. <laughs> but um, yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at Demario Tolan, great talent. Uh, like you said, I think best case scenario for Auburn is that a linebacker does steal the show, uh, just like you said. And that is the group that had the furthest to come on defense. Um, they were they were not good last year, Zach. They weren't good. And so this is a revamped linebacker room. Tolan yeah. comes in as a guy who left a lot of people where he left sad, right, that he was gone. I mean, there were so, a lot of frowning faces on, on Twitter. Like, man, we wish that guy did not leave us. Um, and You hate to see it. You, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. But you love to see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think he, I think he has a chance to step in here early in the spring. You know, I, I kind of hate how Hugh Freeze downplayed the importance of a day um, in this press conference. I loved a lot of what, like what he said to the media, but I didn't really like, you know, the, what'd you not like about it? Um, you know, I think he focused a little bit too much on trying to convince people that, Hey man, don't, don't get your hopes up for what you're going to see. You don't you think know, he's just going to totally blast the roster in May? Uh, yeah, I. That that's what he's saying, right? Maybe. I mean, he talked. I mean, we don't not, know that, but like, I, I yeah, think yeah, don't fall in love with any of these dudes that are on well, the field. Right. I, well, I think that's what he's saying. Well, I'm thinking he's talking more offensively than he is defensively, right? When he says right. that, mm-hmm. right? So defensively, there's still a lot that we can learn about how solid these guys are going to be in their assignments. Yeah. I mean, 8A should be about dudes going versus dudes and winning. Winning one-on-one battles and then displaying athleticism. You know, uh, in a perfect scenario, uh, you know, uh, a, a quarterback throws a deep ball, and it is a perfect pass, and it is defended as well as it can be defended, but the receiver just makes the only catch he can make. And you can evaluate everybody positively in that scenario because the DB did all he could do. He, there was tight coverage. The quarterback just made a good throw. You know, at linebacker, I think filling gaps, right, understanding where you need to be and then making tackles that are in front of you is something that we should be able to see. And he talked about tackling, right? He talked about tackling on Monday when he yeah. said, hey, listen, man, I've been pleasantly surprised at how well we've tackled. That's going to mean a lot about your line. That's going to be a lot about your linebackers. So I'm looking at I mean, Tolan. it's an older group, right? I mean, with the exception mm-hmm. of Woodyard, they're older. Tolan's got a few years left, but like right. Keyes is an older guy. Steiner's been here for forever. Um, Asante's been playing college football for a hot minute. So, I mean, that's good, right? I mean, that that's kind of what we would expect to see. Right. They couldn't tackle last year, but I'm glad that they've I'm glad that they figured that. And then like the DBs, I mean, all these DBs, with the exception of Kay and Lee, they've been playing for forever. So mm-hmm. Um, this is an older group. I'm with you. I think he was talking more offense as well. Mike G, I've asked everybody this week this question. Three players you're most excited to watch on Saturday. We discussed that in just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. I want to encourage folks to join the Locked Out Auburn Discord. It is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down 
below. All right, Mike G, which player are you most excited to see on Saturday? Um, well, we're doing three, right? We're doing three, or am I starting at the top? Yeah, start at the top. I'm starting at the top. Okay. Um, I'm excited to see Kay and Lee. We've heard so much about this kid mm-hmm. and what he's done in the spring, and I just want to see if it translates. 8A is the biggest game a lot of these kids will have played in, and you know, and it's a good chance to see how they react under the lights. I want to see if what we've heard and seen during these spring practices translates uh, to the field in Jordan Air on Saturday, right? And so I'm okay. really excited to see Kay and Lee. I think that's a good one. I think just about everybody said that so far, and so that'll be that'll be fun. Do you think he trots out as a starter? No. Do you think he plays with the starters, or do you think he plays with the twos? Mm, I, I think he plays with the twos. Okay. I think he plays with the twos, but you know, we see a lot of them. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. All right, who are you second most excited to see on Saturday? Ah, I love this question. Nick Martiner. Okay. So this is a guy who is brand new, but I number don't think, eight on the field. <laughs> right. I don't think that he's going to be um he's not solidified. Nothing in the, the wide receiver room is solid. And uh Hugh Freeze has talked about catch radius, but he's mentioned two guys in that regard all spring, Mardner and Fairweather, in terms of catch radius. So I want to see if his catch radius is what we think it can be, and that could be a game changer for Auburn in the fall or for any quarterback that's throwing to him. So uh, yeah. I've got Martiner second on my list. Yeah, you, you mentioned nothing set in stone in the wide receiver room. You're 100% right, but it is worth noting that he has consistently been the far right receiver with the ones consistently throughout spring. So we'll see if that um, stays true throughout A-Day. All right, your number three guy, the third guy you're most excited to see on Saturday, and we'll wrap this up. Uh, now, listen, I, I went back and forth on this one, on this okay. third one, uh, quite a bit. Um, so... Uh, you know, because there are guys that I want to see, but I don't know that we're going to see them. So I want to pick somebody that I think will actually be out there. Um, and uh, coming in at the last, wait, five, wait, who are we? Who do you think we're not going to see? Like, like you said, like, like I want to see. A, I would love to see a ton of fair weather, but I don't think we're going to see a ton of fair weather. Got it, right? Okay, you know what I mean. Uh, I mean, I always want to see Jarquez run Hunter tote the rock, but we're not going to see a ton of him. Okay, you know? I got so. You. Um, I am excited to see Holden Gariner. Now, hear me out on this one. I have consistently said that I did not want to see him fall to third on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't want to see him taking third strings uh, snaps and because I think that he could be the future of Auburn football if he continues to mature and if he makes the jumps that he needs to this year. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't get at least second team snaps, I, I thought he would be out of here thought he would be out of here and i don't right. want to see him I, I don't want to see him go so i'm team holding garner so so that everybody's clear i'm team holding garner like i'm team j fair right wow. i want this i want this kid to stick around and i want to see hugh freeze take a passing quarterback a pure passing quarterback mm-hmm. man and turn him into an sec passer something we haven't seen at auburn a lot and I think that he has a chance to be that. So getting him, seeing, you know, after the hype that he got after Pro Day, um, Hugh Freeze downplayed it, but I still thought it was significant that those guys chose him. People were like, why didn't TJ and Robbie throw? Listen, they didn't throw because they didn't get chosen by these guys to throw to them. They chose him Hell for yeah. a reason. They yeah. chose him for a reason, Zach. And I want to see it on Saturday, man. I want to see him slinging the football out there. I, I like all of that. I like. I don't think anybody said a quarterback yet this week, so I'm, I'm glad you put 
holds his name in there. How can people check out everything you've got going on right now, buddy? Ah, man, check us out on the YouTubes. We are the War Report. Uh, we just dropped an interview with Cole Kublik talking about offensive line and how those guys can get better. So we've got tons more interviews coming this summer. Check us out on every social media platform at the War Report. You can find all my written work at auburndaily.com, and we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.